ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وخيرته من خلقه وامينه على وحيه ارسله ربه رحمه للعالمين وحجه على خلقه وعباده اجمعين واسال الله ان يجعلنا من صالح امته وان يحشرنا يوم القيامه في زمرتي ثم ما بعد عباد الله اولا اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله سبحانه وتعالى فقد فاز المتقون اوصيكم بالله first and foremost i advise myself and your honorable selves to observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed the ones who observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are the ones who are successful and indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he gave this advice lil awwalin wa lil akhirin where Allah azza wa jalla said in his book wa laqad wasayna alladhina utul kitaba min qablikum wa iyyakum an ittaqullaha Allah said that indeed O Muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam we have given you this advice and we have given those who have been given the scripture before you this advice that you observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that you take a protective barrier between yourself and between the punishment of Allah azza wa jalla O servants of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in his book and he says wala nabluwannakum bi shay'in min al-khawfi wal-ju'i wa naqsin min al-amwali wal-anfus wal-thamarat wa bashir as-sabirin alladhina idha asabatuhum musibatun qalu inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un ulaika alayhim salawatun min rabbihim wa rahmah wa ulaika humul muhtadun Allah azza wa jalla tells us and he gives us this reminder that ad-dunya darul ibtila that the dunya it is the abode and it is the place of test and it is the place of trial and tribulation and Allah says wala nabluwannakum that most certainly we will test you O servants of Allah bishay'in min al-khawfi we will test you with some form of fear wal ju'i we will test you with some form of hunger wa naqsin min al-amwali wal anfusi wa thamarat and we will test you with regards to loss of wealth loss of souls that you will lose those who are beloved to you your parents will pass on your kids will pass on wa thamarat we will also test you with regards to your crops and as the scholars mention this can refer to the crops which you plant with your own hands and it can refer to that which comes from your loins that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test you with regards to losing your children that they will pass on before you but allah says 
وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Give glad tidings to those whom are patient through these adversities. الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا That when a calamity strikes them, what is the response? قَالُوا They say, إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ They say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to we belong and to Him is our return. And Allah Azza wa Jal gives this group of people a glad tiding and He says, أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِّن رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ That upon these individuals who meet calamities with patience and perseverance, Allah says upon them is the salutations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions these individuals in the greatest of all gatherings. Allah Azza wa Jal mentions them in the gathering of the Malaika. And He mentions each and every single individual who faces calamities in this way. He mentions their names in the greatest of gatherings. And Allah says, Upon them is His mercy. And these are the individuals who are rightly guided. And so this is the reality of the dunya, O servants of Allah. And the reality of life is that we will face trials and we will face tribulation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentioned to us specific trials. And facing these challenges is not something easy, except for the one whom Allah azza wa jal granted ease. And this is the one who believes in the divine pre-decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because as we are taught from a very young age, that we affirm the divine pre-decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't just affirm the good of it, but we also affirm the bad. And that this only happens and transpires by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we affirm that this calamity has been decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Aziz, the Almighty, whose command is above all commands. Al-Hakim, the All-Wise, who only decrees something based upon his knowledge and based upon his wisdom. La muqaddim lima akhar wa la muakhir lima qaddam. If Allah Azza wa Jal decrees something, no person can delay it. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala delays something, then no person can bring this forward. And today, in this reminder, we'd like to look at seven points to bring to mind when you are faced with a calamity. That how should a believer face trials which come his way? How should he interact with it? And how should he respond to this calamity? And the first point is that we must recognize and know that everything that occurs, it is only by the divine pre-decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That it has only been decreed based upon Allah azza wa jal's previous knowledge and based upon his qadr. Based upon him willing the situation into existence. وَطِبْ نَفْسَكْ إِذَا حَكَمَ الْقَضَاءِ so put yourself at ease when the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
takes effect. Allah Azza tells us in his book and he says, قُلْ لَنْ يُصِيبَنَا إِلَّا مَا كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَنَا هُوَ مَوْلَانَا وَعَلَى اللَّهِ فَلْيَتَوَكَّلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah says that say, O Muhammad alayhi sallatu salam, لَنْ يُصِيبَنَا إِلَّا مَا كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَنَا that no calamity befalls us except what Allah Azza wa Jal has written for us. Before Allah Azza wa Jal created the heavens and the earth, 50,000 years before this existence came into existence, Allah Azza wa Jal decreed each and every single matter that will transpire in this dunya. Life, death, sickness, health, prosperity, adversity, Allah Azza wa Jal, He decreed all of this. So put yourself at ease when the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes effect. Nothing befalls us except what Allah Azza wa Jal has written for us. Mawlana, he is our guardian and He is our protector. And upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should the believers place their trust. Bring to mind the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He brought you to the situation. And there is no way out for you of this difficulty except by turning to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah azza wa jal brought you to the situation and He is the one when you rely and place your trust in Him, He will be sufficient for you. وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ وَكِيلًا Allah azza wa jal is sufficient as a disposer of affairs. The second point we should bring to mind when we face a calamity, O servants of Allah, is that no matter how great the calamity is that we are experiencing, bring to mind the greatest calamity to ever afflict the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bring to mind the death of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wa salam. For the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he said, إِذَا أُصِيبَ أَحَدُكُمْ بِمُصِيبَةٍ فَلْيَذْكُرْ بِمُصِيبَتِهِ بِي فَإِنَّهَا أَعْضَبُ الْمَصَائِبِ The Prophet Muhammad said, he said that when you are afflicted with the calamity, then remind yourself of the calamity that came about as a result of my death. For it is the greatest of all calamities which this Ummah has ever faced. In a general sense and a specific sense. And the reason the Prophet also mentioned this is based upon the hadith where the Messenger of Allah said, La yu'minu ahadukum. حَتَّى أَكُونَ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ وَلَدِهِ وَوَالِدِهِ وَالنَّاسِ أَجْمَعِينَ That none of you have perfect and complete iman up until I become more beloved to him. مِنْ وَلَدِهِ I become more beloved to him than his own son. وَوَالِدِهِ His own father. وَالنَّاسِ أَجْمَعِينَ And all of mankind. So we will be faced with a calamity and we will lose those around us. We will lose our parents, we lose our children, 
But greater than this calamity, it is the loss of the Messenger of Allah Because he said that none of you have true and complete Iman up until I become more beloved to him than his son, his father and all of mankind. So check yourself at times of calamity and remind yourself of this, O servants of Allah, because it is the greatest calamity to afflict each and every single one of us. The third point we bring to mind when facing a calamity, we should bring to mind that with this trial, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is placing you upon the path of the Anbiya and the Rusul. That the greater the calamity, the greater the reward. The Prophet Muhammad says, Ashaddu nas bala'an al-anbiya, thumma salihun, thumma al-amthal, fal-amthal. The most severely tested of people are the prophets. Thumma salihun, then the righteous ones. Thumma al-amthal, fal-amthal. Then those who are like them in terms of their iman. So we study the lives of the prophets and we see that the most severely tested of people, it was the Anbiya and the Rusul. And for this we look at the life of our beloved Prophet Muhammad That he faced a life of difficulty. He faced a life of hardship. He faced a life of toiling. He lost his loved ones. In fact, the Prophet Muhammad he lost majority of his children before he passed on. Days. Weeks passed by and the Prophet ﷺ would not find something to block his hunger. Illa al-aswadain, except the two black things, dates and water. This is the messenger of Allah, khayru khalkillah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested him. And so we bring to mind, ma'idhamil bala, idhamil jazah. That with great difficulty and with great trials and tribulations comes great reward. That through this ordeal that you are faced with, if you face it with patience and you face it with perseverance, then anticipate a great reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The fourth point we bring to mind when facing a calamity is that perhaps that through this trial that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put you through, Allah Azza wa Jal is saving you from a greater calamity. And sometimes this does not become evident from the very onset. But rather as time passes on, we realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by not decreeing for us what we wanted, in this was khair. But the believer is the one who relies upon Allah and he believes in the wisdom of Allah Azza wa Jal. And so as he said, we lost the fight, but we won the battle. So for example, a person, he loses a child. And this is a great trial from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But perhaps in Allah Azza wa Jal taking this child from you in your lifetime, Allah Azza wa Jal saved you from a greater trial. That perhaps this child would grow up and it would become a trial for you. 
Perhaps this child will grow up and this child will not grow up in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perhaps this child grows up and they apostate from Al-Islam. And so you become responsible for this child. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took this child away and by doing this Allah azawajal saved you from a greater trial which could have been the punishment of Allah azawajal. Perhaps you intended to marry someone and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew that this person was not good for you. Even though your mind was set on this girl, your mind was set on this, this boy, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew that this person was not good for you. And so Allah azawajal did not decree it for you because he knew that this would be a fitna for you. It would be a trial for you. Perhaps you embark upon a business venture and this business venture, it goes south. And you lose profits and you lose of your wealth. Perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through taking this form of income away from you, Allah azawajal protected you from a greater calamity. So when going through a calamity, to Qarin, strike a similarity. You're facing a difficulty, think about something that could have been greater than this difficulty that you're faced with. The fourth point we should bring to mind when going through trials and tribulations, that we should keep in mind that others may be facing greater challenges than what we are faced with. That they might be experiencing some form of difficulty greater than the difficulty that you are experiencing. So someone, they lost a parent due to the coronavirus. Think of a person who lost both of their parents due to the coronavirus and the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are situations like this. A person, he might lose his business. But walillahi alhamd, he can still provide for himself and he can provide for his family. Think about a person who lost his entire dunya. Think about the person that lost his deen, which is the greatest form of loss. So strike this comparison when going through a difficulty. As the Prophet Muhammad also mentioned to us and he said that when it comes to matters of the year after, don't look at those who are below you. But look at those who are above you. So this will not make you trivialize the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when it comes to matters of the dunya, look at those people who are below you. So you think you are facing some form of poverty? Think about a person that has a more extreme case of poverty. You might not be content with what Allah Azawajal has decreed for you in terms of your, your home and your car and your wife. Look at those people who are below you. Look at the person who lives in a shack. Look at the person who drives a motorbike. You have a car, the person has a motorbike. Look at the person 
you're driving a motorbike, look at the person who's driving a bicycle. And if you're driving a bicycle, look at the person who's walking in winter. So strike this comparison with the difficulty that you're experiencing and the difficulties of others. And if you do this, it will make your trial seem dismal and small. The sixth point we should bring to mind when facing a calamity is that we should know that through this trial, through this trial and tribulation which we experience, Allah Azza wa Jal is removing from you your sins. By way of the trial that you are facing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is expiating for you your sins. By way of this trial you are facing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is exalting your rank in the Akhirah. The Prophet Muhammad mentions to us in the hadith found in Bukhari and Muslim. He says, Ma yusibul Muslim min nasabin wala wasabin wala hammin wala hazanin wala al-adha wala ghammin hatta shawkata yushakuha illa kaffarallahu biha min al-khataya. The Prophet says that a Muslim is not faced with any form of trial, min nasabin, whether it be any form of discomfort, wala wasabin, any form of illness, wala hammin, he faces some form of grief, wala hazanin, he faces some form of sadness, wala al-adha, he faces some form of harm, wala ghammin, nor does he face some form of mental worry. Even the thorn which pricks him, except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wipes out and he expiates by way of these difficulties, he expiates for you your sins. So in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is a great wisdom. From amongst these wisdoms is the fact that the difficulty you go through, Allah azza wa jal, he wipes away your sins. So we look at people who are being afflicted with a form of disease. And you see this person is suffering. They know that in that state of suffering, Allah Azza wa Jal is wiping this person from their sins. To such an extent that this person meets Allah Azza wa Jal with a clean slate, subhanAllah. The seventh point we should bring to mind when going through a difficulty is that by way of this trial, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He might open up a huge avenue of ibadah for you through the difficulty which you go through. So we mentioned in the beginning of this talk that when, we are, when the calamity strikes, what is the recourse of a believer? Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. There is no way out for the believer from this difficulty except by turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Submitting to his decree and taking the means which Allah azza wa jal legislated for us to come out of this difficulty. And so through this trial that you experience, Allah azza wa jal opens up a huge avenue of ibadah for you through which you forget the actual trial due to the pleasure which you experience through the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
And so a person goes through a difficulty and he becomes more mindful and conscious of his prayer. And so he performs his prayer at the prescribed time. And Allah Azza wa Jal grants the servant that the prayer becomes the coolness of his eyes. That when he is standing in front of his Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala, and when he is making sujood, and he is the closest that he can be to Allah Azza wa Jal, he feels this tranquility. And he finds the coolness of his eyes in the prayer. As the Prophet said, that the coolness of my eyes has been placed in salah. And he used to say, Ya Bilalu, arihna bis salah. He used to say, O oh Bilal, rendi the adhan so that we can find peace and tranquility in the prayer. So the person goes through this difficulty and he becomes more steadfast in his prayer. And this becomes a means of great happiness for him. The person, he experiences some form of difficulty. And he supplicates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take him out of this difficulty. But at that moment when he is supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he feels a state of submission. And he feels a state of contentment. So much so that he loves to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So much so that he loves to experience this difficulty so he can submit to Allah Azza wa Jal and ask Allah Azza wa Jal to alleviate him from this difficulty. The person, he also becomes more constant in his repentance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so by way of this, as the Prophet told us, that when the servant commits a sin, nukitat fi qalbi that on his heart, a black spot occurs. And when the person seeks repentance and he stops doing the sin, then his heart becomes polished and this black spot is removed. But if he persists and insists upon the sin, this black spot grows up until it envelops the entire heart. So the person he becomes more constant in his repentance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by way of this, he feels as if a great burden has been lifted from his shoulders. That his heart becomes lighter. <coughs> that he feels this contentment in the worshipping of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so, through this trial that a person experiences, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might open up a huge avenue of ibadah for this person through which the person forgets the trial. And so, O servants of Allah, when we experience calamities, this should be the response of a believer. And if we face the calamities which come our way, and certainly it will come our way, as Allah mentions, that certainly we will test you with some form of difficulty. If we face these trials, with this frame of mind, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make this difficulty a means for us to exalt our rank in the akhirah and for a means for us to draw closer to Him. So we make to other Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants the ability to us to recognize that He subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who decrees absolutely everything. And that there is no way for us to come out of the difficulty 
except by turning to him and submitting to his decree, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We end upon this note, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, ashadu an la ilaha illa anta, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk, wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.